Hey everyone, this is Daisies.Live. I'm Scott. I'm Mara. And we are here to review Bollywood TV and movies. Uh, we're going to review two uh, of a series and a movie today. Uh, we're going to review Breakpoint, which dropped on Z5. Um, mm-hmm. It's the story of the breakup between um, Leander Pierce and Mahesh Bhupati. And we're going to review Shiddat that dropped on Hulu this week. Mm. And by the way, Hulu is the new hot star. If you didn't know, now you know. I know because they emailed, they bombed me. My, they blew up my inbox with emails and offers to make sure that I got the to new leave. bundle and blah, blah, blah. Oh, my God. Yeah, but, but guess what they do after that? What? Number one, they're not dropping the shows at the time that it's supposed to drop in terms of, you know, when oh, it drops right. in India, they drop here 12 hours later, yeah. which is weird because everybody here has already watched it on the internet by then. Because the moment it drops in India, the different fan clubs start posting scenes, right? And reviews and everything else comes out. The written story comes out. So by the time you really get to see it here, you know the story already. So people mm. don't watch. Um, second thing is they do not have um, the uh, transcription, the um, uh, the tra- transliteration of the language in English. So they're going to lose out a lot of non-Hindi speaking audience just because of that. Wow. Okay. That stinks. That stinks. Totally stinks. Hulu, well, didn't expect this from Hulu, which is a Disney company. Hotstar, which is a Disney company. This should have been easy peasy. Squeezy, but it's lemon not. squeezy. Yeah, no, that's totally. ridiculous. Totally ridiculous. Totally, uh, you know, we know they didn't change servers. It was just the front end issue. So, what happened hmm. to that that script? Hmm. What happened to CC? What happened? You know what that? that's. You know what that strikes me as, though. That strikes me as one of when you when you switch from A to B, and it's a big system A to big system B. There's going to be a ton of things that just fall through the cracks. And uh, my guess is this is the sort of thing that they're going to, because how can you not, right? How can you, how can you, you're completely neglecting your North American audience who doesn't speak Hindi. So, I mean, that's, it's not an insignificant share of viewers. So I, I suspect that will be fixed. I hope so because they I do too. Because so far, yeah, yeah. Because yeah, you can't watch it. You don't know what's going on if you can't read. Right? You'll have to That's... figure out what's happening with expressions and the little Hindi that you know. But yeah, they've completely. As long as they out... say G, sir, and uh, uh, the, the two swear words, right? The, <laughs> the, I, I'm not even going to say them, I, you know, but uh, I can say them quite well because I've heard them a lot. Uh, other than that, I don't really know. I don't know. Oh, uh, if I hear the word Zindagi, I know that means life. Um, yeah, I'm quickly running out of my Hindi. So. There we go. Well, there we go. Okay. So, do you want to get what we, started? Yeah, Break what do we start? What do you want to start with? Breakpoint. Breakpoint. Okay. Mm-hmm. This was a uh, seven-episode series on Z5. And as you said earlier, it was the – it's this documentary about uh, the, the doubles, the tennis doubles partnering of Mahesh Bhupati and Leander Pace. And – I had, uh, let me take a step back. I am not a huge tennis fan. I don't, there are almost no sports that I dislike. I am neutral on most. And tennis is one of those sports I'm just neutral on. I know who the big players are because you can't help but hear Roger Federer and 
et cetera. But um, I, I, back in the 90s, they, they played in the late 90s and the early aughts and uh, Bupati and Pace. And Indian tennis before then, from what I understand, was basically one or two players. I I had actually heard of Vijay Armitage because he he came to Columbus for a tournament once. My my parents played tennis for a while. Um, other than that, I'd know very little about tennis. I know even less about Indian tennis. And for those of you unaware of who these two guys were, they were two very gifted tennis players. One, um, uh, Leander Pace, uh, seems like just an incredible all-around athlete. And the second one, Mahesh Bhupati, he he came, he grew into a he was a he was a good tennis player, but became a great one. Um, and it sounds it 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 sounds like Leander Pace was was a great athlete early on in many sports, cricket, soccer. Um, uh, I think he even played field hockey. And apparently, uh, these two guys, Mahesh Bhupati was the first, because he, he accelerated in his development, he was the first Indian to win a Grand Slam. He won uh, mixed doubles at the, I believe it was the French Open. But the big deal is that uh, the two of them, they, called, they were nicknamed the Indian Express. They won Wimbledon. They won the doubles at Wimbledon, which was a big deal. They won the French Open. They won Wimbledon. This was both in 1999. And I think they won the Australian Open. They just had a they had a f amazing eight to twelve month period. Now before that, they were very good friends. Starting around the French Open, around Wimbledon, there were cracks in their relationship. And then by the early two thousands, mid aughts, they pr let's just keep it simple. There was nuance to it, but they pretty much couldn't stand each other. They didn't talk outside of the court. They. Uh, and even though they played well for a while, eventually everything just fell apart. Um, and this and is the story. If you've ever played doubles in tennis, you know that everything is communication. Everything is knowing your partner certainly, well. Certainly, Everything yeah. is about understanding what your partner is trying to do and say the entire time. And if communication breaks, everything breaks. Right. Right. And, and th this, was a, this was in many respects a classic documentary, just a lot of footage interspersed with interviews from a variety of people, uh, Pace and Bupati themselves, their parents, their friends, their coaches. Uh, and it was, a, it was an extremely well done, well, um, I should say broad selection of people who all had, um, all had, I wouldn't say there were any hugely um, uh, divergent readings of the situation. Having said that, yes, uh, last week we talked about uh, uh, crime stories and how I was—I'm not a fan of how they take the same, the same shots and show them six, eight, ten times. They—they they were guilty of that a little bit in this. Um, they were guilty of reusing some of these clips a, a, a little bit. Um, but other than that, I really enjoyed it. They mixed up the rooms where they interviewed. Like there must have been four or five different interviews with Leander Pace and Mahesh Bhupati. So you never got tired of the same background that was cool um and honestly when it is all said and done the the real question is what happened and whose fault was it and i'm going to say that they simply slowly but surely grew apart because they were both raging e egomaniacs one of them leander pace the um he's the more of the spark plug more of the emotional more of the expressive of the two 
he was uh, uh he was the short fast guy and 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 Bupati was the taller more powerful guy powerful is the wrong word pace was also powerful but like he, he had the better serve and return pace was much better at the at the net much quicker um and he was the more expressive guy and Bupati was the more chill uh quieter difficult to they they made it they talked about how he liked to give one he liked to respond with one word in his emails he would just write someone would write him a really long email and he would write back okay you know and that 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 tells you a lot about what uh, what Bupati was like but they were both raging egomaniacs and they both in their own way contributed to the downfall and i think leander pace got more of the blame because he was more expressive he was more uh, sensitive, and I don't mean that in the current, slightly uh, 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 problematized way of like, oh, you're so sensitive, calm down. He was just a he was a very expressive, very emotional person. Uh, very, he gestured a lot. He was, uh, you know, he he just and extroverted. because he, ex, yeah, he was much more extroverted. And because he's he, he was more, uh, he seemed like more of a lightning rod. Toward the end, it's possible that he may have been slightly more responsible for some of the problems but um I, I think they both i think they both contributed to it bupati even says you know maybe maybe ego got in the way and we just didn't communicate like we should have i mean and he that's that's the whole ball game right there it wasn't just leander pace it wasn't they, they, in their own way they contributed to their demise they could have been they were already they already wrote history right they made history as the first uh, uh, Indians to win in doubles, a uh, first Indian to win a Grand Slam, et cetera, et cetera. They really tore it up there in the in '99, but then they fell apart, and um, they got back together, and it was ugly, and then they fell apart. You know, it, it was just weird. I didn't understand some of the motivations. Like Leander Pace, a couple times, like the the band got back together a couple times, and you're sitting there going, "You basically hate each other. Why? Why are you doing this?" And it's one of the reasons is that they couldn't find suitable partners and the timing was weird. And another reason was honestly, I think they, they had just had a love hate. They just couldn't, couldn't break up. You know, they just couldn't finally make that break. And, uh, uh, it was fascinating to watch. So do you think that egos got in the way or is it just the way these people were in terms of, you know, their, and, and there are two, two aspects to this review. One is of course the story of, Leanna Pears and Mahesh Bhupati, but then the technical details of how the documentary is handled by the directors. Uh -huh. So we'll come to the handling of the documentary by the directors at a later stage, but uh, about the dynamics between uh, Pears and, uh, and Bhupati. Um, in fact, we were supposed to interview them before the release, but hopefully we'll get to interview them later now that they didn't have time before. So um, tell me, um, just getting the two of them together is an issue right now for an interview. They wanted to do it separately. Then, <laughs> then, then Z TV came back. That doesn't surprise saying, me at all. Then Z came back saying, oh, they'll do it together. And then they're trying to find time because Leander had the time. Bhupati had the time and Leander did not. So they're trying to coordinate the time. Mm. So it has been a, it has literally for us been a absolute nightmare trying to get the two of them to, for an interview and i even told them hey we'll take both separately but they want to do this together but having said that huh. uh do you think it's the egos that really affected their relationship or was it some other some oh no other oh, oh no 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 i mean okay all right when i say ego 
And I, I definitely mean that in the street sense of, of like, well, I feel a little slighted, so I'm not going to say anything. You owe me an apology first. Like there's definitely that, but there's also the ego of a great athlete. I mean, these guys yeah. were tremendous world-class athletes and to, and someone even said it in the show to be that good. You have to have a belief in yourself that is outsized in ways that uh, most of us don't know. And I can tell you this, I was a good athlete in high school and college. I was just good enough to know that I would never be great. Right? I didn't have the physical of the, uh, the physical gifts that it takes. I put in the work, but I just didn't have the physical gifts. And I also didn't have that unwavering belief in myself that, um, that a lot of athletes have, that they know that if they work hard and just push themselves, they can and will do it. I wanted to have it, but I didn't. And so when you take that aspect of ego with the more social street understanding of ego, man, it was, they were just very, it was like a minefield. There were times, especially, and again, I said this earlier, Leander Pace, because he's so expressive and because he's an extrovert, because he's a, he's a sensitive, uh, of extremely eloquent person, he seems like the one who's more, more touchy, but they were both, you know, there's a there's definitely an aggressive nature in the guy who doesn't say anything when it's appropriate when he should say something but doesn't that intent intentional silence is just as bad as the the poking right the, the you owe me an apology you, you need to say something you need to do something so um they both contributed in their own way uh, in their own partners, forms of egos but as partners if bit if if Leandropez did not miss a single opportunity to belittle Bhupati, as the documentary shows, that he kept he kept uh, he kept telling everybody uh, on screen that he slashed endorsement deals to ensure Bhupati got paid a five times higher amount. Mm -hmm. and, you know, mm -hmm. and and he he actually says stuff like a few million dollars isn't going to change my life. He he does. How? Oh, there's no. Qu oh yeah, yeah yeah. Okay yeah yeah. I remember that. I, look, he there. I don't have. I came into this blind. I I didn't even like as I said earlier. I didn't know anything about either of them, and I think it is obvious that Leander Pace is the one who's. There's going to be things that stick to him because he's the one who brought it up. He couldn't not talk about it. Bupati sat there stone cold sometimes, and you know there were things that he could have said when when you're with someone who needs emotional psychological uh reassurance love uh uh what's what are the uh, uh reassurance is really the the best word for this the feedback almost constant feedback and you don't give it that is just as aggressive as someone like leander saying i did this i did that and honestly i don't i, I blame them both i don't blame one over the other i think there were a few times where it's like i, I thought to, about leander yeah, man, just keep that. Just, <laughs> you know, but for the most part, I thought they were both. I didn't buy any of the Rico was the was a terrible person. The, the one of the uh, one of the coaches, yeah. uh, Mahesh's coach. Yeah. Rico was trying to get involved to get in between. I didn't buy any of that. I just thought that was the I thought those were the observations of someone who needed someone to be upset at. Um, yeah, he was just trying trying to find somebody to blame. Yeah, but, yeah. But did you not feel this? And this is what I felt that any time that Leander would talk, he would be he was he was so rehearsed as if he was putting on a show, 
Mm. And at the same time, when Bhupati would talk, he was very, he wasn't, he wasn't rehearsed. He was very organic. Did you not feel that? I did feel from time to time that Pace was saying things that he has said many times before. But think about the type of personality he is. He would, he's the sort of guy who holds court. He's the sort of guy who has to be the center of attention. And I look, if he's listening, I don't say that in any sort of mean way. When you're, when you, that, that's his personality. That's his he, personality. He was a flashier right. personality. He was, a, he was more, exactly, yeah. exactly. So I, I think that he's probably told many, if not most, of those stories several times. He's also, he's just a really bright, really expressive guy, and so a lot of things that he can, that he said, just sounded polished, and they may have been the first time they came out of his mouth. He's, he's extremely eloquent. So. You know, I think it's a combination there. I, I, I honestly, I, I, there's no way I can say one way or the other how much of it is rehearsed. Maybe some of it was. I don't know. I, I, but I just felt that this is a guy who is so used to being the one doing all the talking that he talks really well. <laughs> that's yeah, that's yeah. You know, he was the flashier, yeah. good-looking guy who was like everybody's. I mean, he yeah, had girls falling all over him. Yeah, he, everybody's yeah. attention. But then there was this another another angle to this that was very funny because playing doubles is all about communication. And Bayes said that uh, when when they they won most of the majors after they stopped being on talking terms. Right. <laughs> that was weird, right? Yeah. And he also said something, something to the fact that uh, the worst year in terms of communication was the best year in terms of their performance. Yeah, 99. Absolutely. And 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 then uh, he he was, uh, there was so much publicity around the fact that they, were, they, they weren't talking with each other. I think that kind of, um, um, became a big issue for the for the federation as well for the uh, um, for the tennis federation as well, but um, uh, but then I think they were, they had a lot of misunderstandings where at one point in time, uh, Leander Pérez accused Mahesh Bhupati of hitting on his girlfriend. Huh. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, yeah I <sighs> again, this is a guy who sees slights, who perceives. Sl I, I I think there were times based on the things that he said that he was hurt by and upset with a few of those things um like he he's he he's he paid a lot of credence to rumors and so yeah. he would constantly comment on i heard this rumor i heard that rumor and that's just that's just insecurity of someone with you know that's what you can't you know what what, so was what? A, what was the rumor about the Athens Olympics that he did, he threw the bro, bro he didn't want oh, that's to win absurd. the bro because he, so, he did come on who who that's who just who would have believed it who would have yeah. believed that a a, a hot throb like Leander would believe that shit. yeah that's so some of those things some of those things are just like come on man that's that's just silly and I'm sure some of them happened again do, do you think it was jealousy or just I don't, I don't see how, and again, I wasn't there. I didn't see the coverage. I didn't see the, I didn't see the women fawning over. Like, I just don't, I don't. So why would he be jealous? I am sure Mahesh had as, like, there comes a certain point where, okay, if you have a hundred women falling all over you and 75 women falling, like, does it matter? It <laughs> like, does, does it? <laughs> Right? Does it? You, you know, can only take so many at a time. Ex ex exactly. <laughs> like you know, and 
And if, if someone's making 10 million in endorsements and someone's making 8 million in endorsements, certain, I can see some people going, you know, I want the same amount, but he didn't strike, but Mahesh didn't strike me as that petty. Plus he was the guy who was first. I could see Leander getting more upset about some of those things than Mahesh, but honestly, they both had succeeded that, you know, things aren't, don't always have to be equal, right? They, you, someone can have a title, someone can have more money, someone can have more fame, someone can have more friends. Things don't, you don't, it, well, he's got, he's got three apartments sprinkled throughout Asia. I need to have three and he makes 10 million a year. I need to make 10, like, it doesn't work that way. So yeah, maybe like, he was also, jealous, but eh. I also have a feeling that, you know, there's this desi aspect of their stories that kind of complicated. Um, uh, remember the Woodies, Woodridge and his partner, uh -huh. Wood, Woodford, uh -huh. right? They they admit that spending time apart from each other in the corner was good. Heat, heat was good for them, good for their yeah. partnership. But Bhupati uh, kept saying, oh, no, we're brothers. And, and even Leanna Pace, to a certain degree, kept saying that we're brothers. Yeah. They wanted yeah. to, for the rest of the world, they, want, they, they wanted to hide their their issues. They wanted to be the Desi brothers because that's how the society accepts people that are partners. And they didn't want to, you know, be be in, in the eye of, of the storm by being the one. Uh, if, if, you're not, if you're not on talking terms with each other, then you're you're not you're not great but but then of course they also got their families involved <laughs> yeah that was yeah how do you do that professionally i'll tell you how you do that when you are when you when you are from a very early age um whisked away to a tennis academy and um now i'm talking about leander pace and you're you're you don't you don't grow up you aren't socialized like other people and so you have a, I don't want to say warped because, you know, it wasn't, it just was what it was, but he grew up in a, in a unique situation where he was the center of the universe. And once he started getting some success, people start treating you differently, the money, the fame, the attention. And I, if this is not unique to those, to the Indian Express, this, I have, I have spent a lot of time around professional athletes. I have friends who are in uh, show business and in the industry and in industries related to it. And certainly plenty of professional athletes and celebrities are actually quite normal, well-adjusted people who happen to be immensely talented. Um, but there is also a significant number of people who have either been uh, in, in camps and, or in training programs or, or they're just, just is how they turned out that they are, they do have a very skewed, emotional development. And I, and I think you can look at that and say, that's what happened here. There was a, at least some of this was due to the fact that they just lived in another universe. And when you live in another universe like that, where you, every move is scrutinized, you're constantly talked about, you have more money than you know what to do with at age 20, that's going to make you different emotionally and psychologically. You're not going to handle things the way a lot of people handle them. I mean, just think of this stereotypical rock star who's 22 years old, who's lived in a hotel most of his adult life, and it, his response to not getting what he wants is to trash a hotel, is to trash things. You know, just to throw a fit and be a complete pain in the pain in the butt. I mean, we all have heard those stories, and we probably many of us probably know people like that. I think some of that is what's going on here, that they just they just grew up in an environment that was so different from 
ours, yours and mine, that they handled things differently. And is it a Daisy thing? Is it a let's hide? I don't know. I, you know, I certainly am not saying that I would handle it better, that I would, I would like if I had been raised in that environment uh, where everything, where, where I was a tennis god, I worked my ass off to be a, a, a brilliant tennis player. But then the rest of my life was kind of, you know, I got what I wanted. I, I snapped my fingers and people did this. And, you know, would I have handled it? I probably would have handled it worse. You know, I, I just, I'm, I'm not in any way saying these guys are, you know, terrible and they, they really don't know what they're doing, blah, blah, blah. But yeah, but it is what it is. Some yeah. circumstances work out, some circumstances don't, but this is big enough for somebody to make a movie out of a circumstance or, or personalities that did not gel well together, I guess. Right. Yeah. It, I mean, sometimes it was fascinating to listen to them speak. Sometimes as a, just as a normal, fairly well-adjusted human being, I was rolling my eyes like, oh, are you more with the rumors? God, Leander, stop it. Is the room, who gives it? So what? And do you really think your partner's hitting on your girlfriend? Is he that dumb? If he did Where it, is he is, proof? yeah, come on. I just, you know, hey, dude, it's obvious. It's obvious. He, uh, and Mahesh, he needs some attention. Go, you know, go tell him, tell him how much you care about him. Tell him how, open up to him. How good looking don't be he that, is. yeah, don't be the wall. You know what you're doing. It's a very specific form of passive aggression. Stop it. Like yeah. there were times that I'm just like, guys, guys, you have something amazing here. They, they probably needed more than anything else. They needed a relationship coach or, or a shrink. Yeah. Probably. Yeah. 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 I don't know if the tennis federation provides that in India. But it sounds like the tennis federation did their especially in the early aughts and rubbed they did a lot to just no to make things just well they tried but also like having the fitness tests and at doha that was weird like what was was going on there were they i was there wait what i was there for the doha asian gate and was it it crazy like was everyone just going what the a fitness test like that that is not the time to do a fitness test I was in Doha during the Asian Games. In fact, one of my companies was uh, was actually um, doing the Asian Games as a tech tech project. So I remember you telling me about that. That's right. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. So was was that the talk? Was just everyone yeah, talking yeah, about? Yeah, yeah. About... The problem with Doha was not a lot of people turned up, so they were they were literally taking um, taking busloads of people <laughs> into the stadium so that on television it doesn't look as the stadiums are empty. But... <laughs> wow. No, that's okay. true. That's true. But yeah, they had uh, for tennis. Everybody turns up because um, because tennis is especially popular in that part of the world, and uh, those those stadiums are really full. People well, went it, to it, watch these two. Uh, I remember the day when these two were playing. Um, even Sanya Mirza was there. Oh my God, roads were jammed. The roads were jammed because everybody wanted to see them play. Right. Well, it's it sounds like at that point, it yes. sounds like someone was it trying to make. Down. Mahesh, the the scapegoat. It sounds like they were trying to make him the the guy. He was physically, he wasn't ready, he wasn't fit. Doesn't sound like Leander was doing anything to to make to to push down that rumor. Um, and it turns out that he was he may not have been super fit, but he was fit enough to play. And um, I I just didn't understand why the it seems like the association was making things worse instead of better. Yeah. So um, let's let's just um, wrap up the 
story side of this angle. Let's come to the documentary, the technical details of the documentary. What do you feel about that? Did you think the momentum of the narrative and the way the subject was handled uh, was interesting? Uh, you know my my stereotypical complaint about uh, content that comes out of Bollywood, and I think there were times when they could have really, they could have nipped this. They could have made it a little shorter. Um, what I really found irritating was the overuse of fake news headlines. And, mm, you know, yeah, yeah. It was like, stop. Yeah. You there, know that's that was, fake. Stop. Yeah, that was a bit frustrating. Let's get to the facts. Yeah. Because yeah. what's the whole point if you're going to keep showing the fake news headlines and this inaccurate, you know, footage? So, I mean, I, I have to tell you, kills it, right? my favorite interviews were with... I mean, it was really fascinating. I mean, it's this is about Mahesh Bhupati and Leander Pace. So obviously you want to have a majority of the content and the, the, the interviews with them. But I always thought the most interesting was there was one friend in particular, one of Leander's friends. Um, I forget his name. He, he, the friends overall, and the other tennis player, especially when it came time to uh, uh, Bopana. Sanya. No, no, not the, what's his name? His last name was Bopana. He was the oh, guy that got yeah, bumped. Yeah, Rohan, Rohan Bopana. Ro yeah. Same, same as Shreya. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Uh, him and and the player's friends, I thought, provided very interesting perspective, because sometimes you, it was easy to get lost in. This is what I think. This is what I think. It was it was very helpful to have the friends' perspectives. So I I liked that very much. I wish we had had more of that. Honestly, I'm gonna I'm gonna be. I didn't really care about any of the parents perspectives because the parents are going to they're going to say what they they're going to they're going to support their kids so a little bit of that for flavor would have been fine but i honestly i could have had some of that cut didn't need so that. in a documentary like this scott and this is my question to you you have to marry the journalistic skills with the filmmaking skills uh -huh. right there needs to be some journalistic integrity for the entire storyline that you're trying to stitch together because mm -hmm. all these are interviews. This is basically all these interviews stitched together to form facts. Right. Which really uh, is the story of them falling apart, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So um, did you think that was, that was kind of the, uh, what is it about the journalistic side of things that could have been framed better or was it perfectly fine? Uh, see, I have a problem answering that because I, I, I know nothing. I think it'd be easier for me to answer that if I already had some understanding of the story yeah, and no, an opinion about has, it. Nobody has the understanding of the, what really happened. We're trying to figure it out so now I have to, because uh, everybody has a version, right? Okay, so, so accepting it at face value, it felt like they were giving a little too much oxygen to Leander's theory that uh, Rico was one of the problems and that people were getting in Mahesh's head. Um, and, and the, other than that, it felt like this is more or less everyone doing the talking and you figure it out. I didn't, I guess what I'm saying is I didn't feel like there was a, an, uh, a, a hugely slanted agenda. I didn't feel like they were definitely, there was a point of view that they were trying to get across. Now, someone else may say, oh, ab there absolutely was. But you got to understand, I was coming into this completely like blank slate. So a lot of this is just kept playing catch up, right? I'd, like, I'd, I didn't know what was going on. So I felt like it was 
relatively objective. I felt like Leander looked more like the bad guy than Mahesh, just because the reasons I said earlier. Mm -hmm. And I, and you know, I'm glad at the very, very end they did a chest bump for the cameras. And what know, did you think about the concluding scene? I thought that was comical. What do you, What do you think about the the way they concluded the entire documentary? It was so. Um, it was so. What's the word? Short, incomplete. It would have been nice to have the two of them sitting in the same room and talking. Um, maybe that's not possible. Maybe they would just start yelling at each other. I don't. I don't know. Get them but on the video and shoot them. <laughs> maybe. Yeah. Yeah. But like, after seven episodes, after seven times forty-five minutes, to just get chest bump and that's it. Uh, yeah. That was. That was. Um, it was lacking. Yeah, it was just like <laughs> what, I, I need. I need more than that. Uh, I, I so, wish they could have imagined a better ending, conclusion to the entire series. I wish they did. Yeah, I, but maybe. Yeah, it. I, I don't disagree with that. And at the same time, I'm wondering, you know, how, how other than having the two of them in the room, like they probably are never. You know what I mean? Like it, it's going to be more bickering. So the chest bump represented like they spent ten minutes on the chest bump, as a as a thing. So maybe that was the best they can do to go. Look, we're not we're not taking sides. We're just going to freeze that. We're going to freeze that that shot right there where they're both bumping each other, because we're not we're not taking one side or the other. I, you know, maybe that's maybe they they knocked this around for days, weeks, and they they thought this is the best we can do without overtly coming either having chaos on the screen or or coming down on one side versus the other so maybe that well that is the review for breakpoint starring leander pace and mahesh bhupati <laughs> and uh what so, so that's concluded watch no watch spend your time don't spend your time <sighs> verdict i have to say as someone who is not a huge tennis fan um it held my attention. Uh, I, I thought it was, I thought it was, you know, fairly well done. They interviewed, like I said, so if you want to see the story of two amazing athletes self-destruct or not self-destruct, co-destruct is probably the best word. Uh, <laughs> if that sort of thing interests you or you're a real tennis fan, yes, it's a watch. Otherwise, eh, probably not. Oh, perfect. How's it going? My name is Rushi Kota. Uh, you are watching me on Daisy's Live. Daisy's This is Scott, and I am back here with Moral, and uh, we're wishing Shreya a happy recovery. She's not feeling well. She'll be with us next week. We are, and we're missing her. We do. We miss her. Uh, get well and come back, Shreya. Uh, we just got done giving a qualified thumbs up for uh, Breakpoint which if you like tennis or you like watching relationships deteriorate and, and die, <laughs> check it out. Um, it was a very interesting story, documentary. And now we turn to, um, what, are we what are we turning to? This is a movie, correct? That's right, Shiddat. And what is that about? What's the, what's the treetop? Okay, let me start with this. Let me ask you a question. If okay. you're watching a love story, mm. um, not what happen doesn't happen is, very often it doesn't happen right but right. if you're watching a love story what will hold your attention in a love story what will make the love story special for you 
okay. The, the people, especially the woman has to be attractive and pleasant to look at. Right. Okay. Um, because it's a love story and that's, a, that's important. That's a part of it. Uh, and that's about it. <laughs> I, don't, I don't watch, I don't, I don't, oh, God. I'm serious. I don't watch romantic. I don't watch those. My wife, neither does my wife. So like, I don't. Have you, have you not even, you know, watch rom-coms or, you know, the, no? Oh, okay. No. I, okay. I have, I have, no. Okay. The, I, I'm, I'm half kidding about they have to be attractive. Um, but I'm also, that means I'm half serious because I don't really like those kinds of movies. So it, I, at least there's going to be pretty people to look at, especially the woman. Um, that at least that can get me through a movie that I don't necessarily want to watch. And that's an honest, not particularly enlightened answer, but it's the truth. Um, I, you know, I, I just, I, I don't, I, I don't watch a lot. So, um, maybe if you guide me a little bit, it, it like, is there, is there something in particular? Yeah. So I'll tell you what, it, what I'm looking for when I'm reviewing. Go a, for it. Go for romance. it. I'm reviewing a romance. I need to feel the romance. Uh, for that to happen as an audience, I want to, I want to really like the girl and the boy, right? Yeah, I want to okay. feel something for them. And, sure, sure. And then, apart from feeling something for them, I want to feel the love as well. You know, it has to be it has to be credibly deep enough for me to me, me to feel that they need to be together, right? As an audience, that's fair. So, so the, this this is a fair assessment of what it needs for an audience to really fall for a love story. Because what you're really asking the audience to do is fall for this story, fall for my narrative, fall for my writing. And for some reason, all of that was missing here. Number one, if you really... <laughs> wow. Yeah. Okay. I just did not... For some reason, I, I'll tell you something. Everybody hypes Radhika Madan a lot as a brilliant actress. I watched another movie of hers with Imra, Irfan Khan, the great Irfan Khan. And I thought she was great there as a kid who wants to go to London to study and her father arranges money and takes her to London to study which was an amazing movie to watch. Um, she acted very well for her age. But over here, for some reason, she's a, she's a competitive swimmer. She is with the Maharashtra team, although she lives in London. I don't know how that occurs. And mm. she is with the Maharashtra team training in Punjab for her swimming champ championships for nationals. Wow. I don't know how the logic works for writing. I don't either. But, but I'm questioning it. Yeah. I said questioning it the first because that didn't sound okay yeah. for some reason. She is somebody who's practical. She she knows what she wants in life. She, uh, she, she gets it. She coaches herself to have better timing. All of that great. But I never, I never buy into her character. It's so superficially created and the character arc is so superficial. I never buy into her character at mm. all. The second thing that I really missed out on, I had to really depend, and I can speak Hindi, I understand Hindi. I had to literally depend on the subtitles, which weren't there, to really understand what she was saying half the time, because either she was too fast, or she was, um, big, um, or, or she was completely inaudible. So for some reason, her dialogues felt as if she was muttering them inside her own body, and not outside. <laughs> 
So you're, so you're saying that from a technical aspect, they just did a, the sound was poor? No, from an acting aspect. So for me to really like a love story, I have to like that person first. Right? Sure, That's sure, sure. That's what I laid out. Sure. So I cannot buy into the character and the intensity of emotion of somebody I can't hear properly and somebody Fair. who's just not, just not a credible story, a story character. It's not a credible character for me to even empathize with or cry with, right? I need to like it. I need to feel emotionally involved with that character. I just don't. Mm. Then the other hope was the guy. And I <laughs> don't feel for the guy either. Number one, he's honestly not, not the best looking guy in the world. Number one, I don't know why he was hyped as, oh, wow, what a great actor. No, no. What, wait, was he, in, was he like smart, nerdy hot? Or was was he not, macho, I ugly I hot? Mean, I did not find him hot at all, but maybe okay. somebody does over there. But okay. I do not buy his character as well, because he's a hockey player who really doesn't play hockey. Uh, he for he he goes to a, he crashes wait, into wait, wait. <laughs> he crashes into an, somebody else's party. There's another couple getting engaged. He crashes into their party and their wedding. Uh, and over there, he hears the guy tell the girl, his fiance, the guy got them, and his fiance, the guy, the guy uh, stands up to, um, uh, to to talk about their love and their fiance. And the guy says that I, if I hadn't met you in in London, I would have met you in Paris. If I hadn't met you in Paris, I would have met you in Amsterdam. And that's because you're my destiny. This is what the guy says to his to-be wife. And this guy falls for that line, that sentence. And that sentence becomes the entire focus of his life when he falls in love because he keeps thinking about, oh, that guy said this and maybe because I met this girl here, had I not been here, I would have met her anywhere. And she's my destiny. But you don't really feel that sentiment. You You don't feel the intensity of a sentiment because there's no craziness in his eyes there is no depth in the character being written to the effect that you know you you don't grow even if the character doesn't look great you don't grow in love with the character to by 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 seeing the madness of his love but shiddat really means intensity and the whole story is about if you're doing anything do it with intensity or don't do it at all Mm. um so that's a premise of the story um, this guy, uh, to, because the girl leaves for London, this guy to be with a girl uh, becomes an undocumented immigrant and somehow crosses like nine borders to get to get to get to France, where he wants to now enter London, but he gets caught enter England, but he gets caught in France. And uh, he's about to be deported when the initial guy whose wedding he had crashed is the diplomat there and he comes to deport the guy and for some reason ends up helping him uh, get to get to his fiance but before he can meet his fiance uh, some stuff happens so this is a story which i can't i mean i can't really give you the spoilers but this is the uh, this is the base of the story and the whole thing is that the earlier couple got them in era uh, whose wedding had been crashed the diplomat and his wife they're getting separated after the wedding while this guy's come now to meet his his to be um, his his love and i don't feel the intensity in their love they're talking to each other and you know it's whatever i, I really don't feel anything any depth any intensity at all while the movie's called intensity so, <laughs> so wow okay so there's there's, there's no Wait, what was it, i really is it acting or story 
just acting story. I mean, the writing is so lazy that huh. I just wanted to catch hold of the writer and tell him, I don't feel it. I really don't feel huh. it in the character arcs. The screenplay is so weak. The story is so, so, so imperfect that, um, you know, you if it's a love story, you're going to feel the love. You don't. Yes. The only redemption for the entire story is the actor Mohit Rena, who plays the young diplomat Gotham, and he's the only person who redeems the two almost two hours spent in watching this story because the guy is a phenomenal actor. He's the same guy who was a doctor in Mumbai Diaries earlier. Hmm. Same guy. Wow. Was it so? Oh. That's where I would leave um, Shiddar. Well, um, you want to watch a good love story? This is not what you should be watching. You want to watch good acting? Just skip to the parts where Mohit comes on screen because he is phenomenal. His eyes, everything around him is phenomenal. The writing is so lazy that, you know, if you're thinking Romeo and Juliet's happening here, it's not. And they're trying to pass it off as some free spirit guy trying to, you know, go after his lady love crosses. He even swims, tries to swim the channel to go meet her and oh my. almost dead. So all, all that, it, it, it doesn't show. You know what I mean? He's doing all of that for his love, but it doesn't show. So yeah, it's not your Shah Rukh Khan love story where you can see, you can feel the intensity. In, in 10 minutes, you know the guy's in love. In 10 minutes, you know he's going to go after his girl and the way he goes after this girl, the body language, everything. This is not that. Interesting. Go, we, watch, you know... go watch DDLJ. Yeah, we've we've seen a few we've seen a few uh, love stories, and some of them were months ago, where the um, the the actors clearly got the role because they were just stunningly beautiful, but they couldn't really convey some of the the, the love. It was just it was just sort of they went through the motions and re read their lines. So this totally. feels like it sounds like it's just another one of those. Did it have you know, any? The Radhika is a good looking girl, but. I somehow was very disappointed by her dialogue delivery, the language, the way she... she yeah, just going through it. the motions. I was, I, was really, I was really disappointed because I couldn't understand it. Yeah, that's, that's, she's much that's weird. Mumbling. She's was mumbling. There any, were there any plot twists that, that... Anything interesting like, oh, I haven't seen that, you know, because you have the basic structure, right? Uh, boy meets... Well, the, pre I know the, premise, the premise is basically, hey, this guy uh, came came here illegally and justifies his illegal immigrant status through nine countries and cross and swim, swimming the channel to get to get That's to pretty England. intense. Extremely intense. When the girl is telling him, oh, you'll be in Paris. Don't make this thing. I'll come to you. He goes to her instead for some reason and he exposes himself and whatever the story twist happens there but the only premise over here was that in relationships there are people who don't even make that attempt while the two people are in the same room don't make that attempt to communicate with each other or be there for with each other in love they though they're in love with each other the egos are bigger than the love and for this guy the sounds ego like break matter. Yeah, the ego did not matter. He came here for his lady love because he he believed in the intensity of his love. And he believed in one thing. Whatever he does, he do with intensity or not do it at all. Mm. Now, if that were the theme of this movie, this movie should have done so well. The story should have been told so, so well. But I didn't feel the love at all. Yeah, intense, doing things with intensity, being around people who believe that as a, as a um, that can be exhausting. I, I used to be one of those people that was like, everything had to be suit, like everything was super intense. And I was very, I was exhausting. 
to be around. So, um, I, and I try to avoid that now certain things. Yes. You work hard, you do your best. You, yes, but other things, man, it's just, it's better for yourself. It's better for everyone around you to just, you know, just take things as they come, just not be intense, just be the opposite of intense. Right. Because otherwise you're going to, you're just, you know, you're just going to snap, especially nowadays in 2021, trying to be intense about everything. Oh my God, the world is intense enough. We don't, you know, you don't need elevated blood pressure for all things and all, you know, things can just be okay. Right. They don't need to be amazing or awful. Like just, you know, you don't have to be extreme in every single thing you do. Right. Totally. And, and, you know, even if you are intense about something, you know, that's one thing, but it doesn't have to spill into everything and you don't need to talk about it all the time. How about that? Yeah, totally. Just do your thing. Just do your thing. That's, you know, be you, but you don't have to be super intense guy in all aspects of your life. There. Uh, I'm Vikrant Massey and you're listening to me on DC's Life. Please download Z5 and watch our movie Chauda Pere, which is out 23rd of July. Uh, please recommend it to your friends and please share your views on social media. We are eagerly waiting for that. Daisy's.live. This is Scott, and I'm back here with Moral. And uh, we just got done getting a hearty thumbs down to, and I'm going to need you to say the name of this. Shiddat. Yes, I, I. Yes, and I'm not even. I'm not going to even make a, a oh, language. Come on. I'm not yeah, going to make a. a shot. Nope, on. I'm not. I, because yeah, nope, Scott, I'm not going to make a one shot. Shiddat. Shiddat. Got it. Did I? All right. Excellent. That's it. That's it for the show this week. Thank you, everyone, for listening. We're looking forward to seeing you next week. In the meantime, uh, have a great one. I'm Scott. Stay safe. Mask up. Mask up. Get the shot. All right. Get the shot. Bye. Bye Bye-bye.